0: Hi, welcome to Hanging with the Oregon Homies, and this is Frankie,
1: and this is Oscar,
0: and today we were just talking about what we were going to talk about, and (laughs) we thought, let's talk about uh, language learning, both as little kids learning languages, or adults trying to learn a language. I was just talking to a friend of mine today, Oscar, about she just came back from spending two months in um sausalito um, sayulita excuse me in mexico on the coast and we we're talking about people who live who are americans that have moved to mexico and how um even though they live there they're not really haven't made any effort to to learn spanish and and there's a lot of you know, you hear folks, mostly folks who discriminate against um, people who know more than one language, um, say, well, Mexicans are here in the United States. They should learn English. You know, what's wrong with them? Aren't they, you know? And the fact is, it's not that easy to learn another language. And so I thought we would talk about that today. And then also we can contextualize that in terms of Thinking about the community college environment and um, how, what hoops maybe do folks who um, English isn't their first language have to jump through? So, where would you like to start on that big topic?
1: <laughs> well, that first, well, that first off, Frankie, that my first question that I would be that uh, to your friend is, did she ever hear, "Tienes que hablar en español"?
0: <laughs> um, I think she did. We talked a little bit about how after two months she was picking up and if she had stayed there longer she, she would have, she got more and more motivated to understand the language. Um,
1: was she forced to learn the language?
0: No,pe she was not forced. And she could have, and lots of people, because it's a tourist town, mm-hmm. lots of people know English who, are, who um, are born and raised there, and so English is the, the language that everybody speaks mm-hmm. in this little town. But no, she was not forced to, and nobody challenged her, her uh, ability to speak Spanish.
1: Yes, you see. So now, just real quickly, now that we can see that the co- the uh, cultural differences uh, when it comes to America and uh, when it comes to Mexico, in Mexico that she wasn't to speaking Spanish, she wasn't challenged right. that to try and see that how proficient that she is in Spanish. Exactly. But in America, when you're a monolingual speaker, who's you see that who's your home language that is not English. Then we have a problem here, right. that because that we want them, that you have to learn English, you have to learn how to write, read, write, and speak English,
0: and and at a high proficient mm-hmm. level, not just speak it, but yep. yeah, we have that expectation here, don't we?
1: Yes, you see, and see, and see, and then unfortunately, that we also have very negative views that about that with that with people who aren't. English speakers, right? Okay. Now, one of the first things that that I see that one of the first things that I, that I always tell people is, what is the official language of the United States? There is no there official language. There is no language.
0: official language. Yeah, that's. At first, it's, I was going to say English, and then I remembered there's no official no, language.
1: Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. The only the only language that which we use it's a language of business, and so which is English. Ah, but overall, there's no really no official language. Yeah. So that means that I can be American and I can speak Spanish, and that is still American. Doesn't matter. So, see. So I this see. is one of the contexts at which we need to get rid of this idea that it's only English. And it's only yeah. English that because no, officially, America has no official language. Yeah. Now, when it comes to language acquisition. There, is, there are various models and which we can discuss about this. Okay. Uh, one of the see that one of the language models that, which we call it is that the home language and the English language. And so what happens is uh, whenever we speak about home language, you will hear that the phrase're L1. Okay? Uh, yeah. so L1 means your home language. Oh. Let it be Spanish let, and so let it be that ma- that that, ma- that Mandarin, that whatever it is. That's always your L one. Okay. Your L two is your second language. Uh-huh. So, like for myself, that my L two is technically English.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So this is something that which we need to keep in mind. So, huh. various models that that which we have seen that through ed- that through education, it is that um, see if a child can still speak at home. Their L one. Then at school. Just go that to the L two. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is perfectly safe, and uh, this see, and this takes a little bit more time. But children that are able to learn two languages at the same time
0: aren't their brains more ready to learn? I, I guess the little bit of reading that I've done about this, it seems like uh, the experts say that children's brains are more ready or, or, or more able to absorb multiple language learning easier than adults.
1: You're, ab- you're absolutely right. A, yeah, a child's brain, it's just like a sponge. Yeah. Okay? But there is a certain time limit to actually help and develop this. Oh, what is see, that? It, see, and, see, and usually from birth to age 10, and this is at the prime age for oh, children really? to learn two languages two three four languages it doesn't matter how many languages okay. wow. now now that one of the first things and which we have to think about it is so, so all right so has a school what are we going to do to foster their l2 mm-hmm. okay so this is see so this is that uh, where we come into language models at within school and uh, that we have one that is 90 10 and a 50 50. Okay. Okay. So ninety ten means that the children that will that will receive ninety percent in their L one. Okay. And and then ten percent in their L two. Okay. okay. Now a fifty fifty means that let it be on a day by day basis in mm-hmm. which they will learn one language, that L one or L two, and then that the next day do that. See and then switch the la- see and switch that the languages and then that we also have that what's called that the um full immersion ah that in school so full immersion theoretically is supposed to work like this okay so in the morning you will teach your lesson that in one language mm-hmm. in the afternoon you switch it to the other language
0: same lesson
1: no. You see, that's the drawback, you see. And uh, this is where a lot of uh, schools, uh, administrators, and uh, teachers tend to forget. It is for a full immersion Mm -hmm. program. You don't repeat that the lesson that was taught that in one language that you don't teach that the same lesson. That what you do, it is that you continue the entire lesson throughout the entire day. So... And
0: And not dependent on which language you're (laughs) teaching it in. It's the same lesson all day long.
1: Yes. Okay. Now, the reason that we say this, it is because what is the incentive for children? Mm -hmm. See, what is the incentive for children to learn that other language? If they know that you're going to teach the same lesson, let let it be in the morning, or let it be there in the afternoon.
0: Right, okay? I'll just screw around this morning because I'm going to get the same thing in my language, mm-hmm. which is going to be a little easier for me to deal with. But, and even if it wasn't, it's like, why bother?
1: Mm-hmm. You see, ah. you see. so these, you see, and these are usually that some of the misconceptions that when it comes into this language model. Yeah, okay? yeah. Now, the other thing that is also that we also have to prepare teachers who are qualified. Okay. And so what I mean it is, uh, let's say if let's say that if we decide to teach Spanish and English, mm-hmm. for sure I have to have a teacher who is proficient. And so what I mean that that able to read it, write it, and speak mm-hmm. Spanish. Okay, because because if you see because if we don't have a teacher that is proficient that that in all three, the, 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 the teacher that will struggle with those speakers that are dominant in that language.
0: Right, because that those kids speak at a higher level mm-hmm. than the teacher does, and yep. so, so then the teacher becomes the learner yes. in essence. So of those models, which, which do you think is the best? Which, you know, how, how do, which one is the most efficient and effective?
1: For me, well, see, personally, that I have taught that in three models, that I've taught that the 90-10 model, that I've taught that the 50-50 alternating days, and i taught the 50-50 alternating weeks. Oh, wow, okay. alternating weeks. Yeah. Uh, for me, I personally prefer that the 50-50 alternating days.
0: Ah, so today is Spanish day, so Tomorrow, all day long, every, mm-hmm. and everybody. The entire lesson,
1: yes, and to everybody. Now, the only thing it is, um, and see, 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 and slowly that we'll come back to the language acquisition. Um, Yes, it's best to teach the one day in one language, the next day, see a different lesson, okay? And that's the most important thing that we have to remember. We don't repeat our lessons, it is that we just go on and continue throughout that with our lesson plan.
0: Who decides which method is used in a school or that, a daycare center or wherever?
1: All right. For you see that for a uh, daycare cent- see for a uh, daycare center, if uh, this is privately owned, it is up to the owner. Right. Okay. For a uh, childcare facility, it is again that the administrators. And then that in the public schools, it's of course that the administrators they see that they are the ones that will put that the final say that on which model
0: and it's i'm just thinking about the pushback that education is getting when you do anything that is out out of the norm and and <laughs> trying to be nice about that um and so i can just see parents being outraged white white parents mm-hmm. you know why is my kid why are you wasting their time? They don't know Spanish. They're getting half their lessons in Spanish. They're going to fall behind. They're so I guess what I'm saying is, is someone's got to work with, the, with those parents to help them understand the, the value of being bi or trilingual or however, however many languages
1: one of the biggest benefits that that which we have seen that in research it is that bilingual speakers have higher uh, IQs. Really? Yes. Uh, they actually perform way much better that towards towards the uh, wow. towards that their last years that in school. Okay, but uh, see, but of course that we have to keep in mind. Um, this is that because that we have you see that we start to build up that their language skills. -hmm. The other thing that it is that when we look at and uh, when when we compare ourselves to the rest of the world, the the rest of the world does not speak just one language.
0: No, and they don't even speak just two. (laughs) I I've worked with with adults from all over the world, and it's not uncommon for for folks to to know four or five six mm-hmm. different languages some of them at high levels of proficiency others maybe you know not as much but you know I've seen these lists of languages and 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 it's amazing to me mm-hmm. because I've grown up here in the US and you're lucky if you know one language you know
1: I was fortunate when I taught that I had a little girl and uh, her name was Ishprit she was five, five years old. She knew Hindi, mm-hmm. Spanish, and English. And when I met her and I told her, "Ishprit, you have done in five years of what it took me 22 years to learn three languages.
0: <laughs> you know three languages, Oscar? What's she well,
1: learned? I... Well, Four. I, yes, but the only thing is two of them that I haven't practiced them, uh-huh. so I've lost them. Uh, you see, and uh, when I was at the university, mm-hmm. my uh, see the first thing that my advisor is take Spanish. And to me it was like, why? I am already biliterate. Right. So right. I take it. So what I did was I took Latin.
0: Ah, that's right. You've told mm-hmm. me you speak Latin. You
1: that's see, right. and you see, and see, and uh, then after that, that I transferred to the uh, to the local community college, and then they had Russian. So I also learned Russian. Really. Mm-hmm.
0: And don't you agree that, for some people, languages just come easier to learn languages? I, I've had a really difficult time learning Spanish, even though I know how it should sound, I know a lot of words, <laughs> I just, languages are, are just a challenge for me. Is that everybody, and I'm just using that as an excuse? or
1: No, and the, do you know what, um, it mainly depends on the language, okay? First of all, that we have to admit, English is the most difficult language to learn, and so what I mean is, is grammatical rules. There are so many grammatical rules that, compared to a romantic language, that which we know that there follows it a uh, certain pattern, and uh, that pattern that does not change. Uh-huh. But in English, that we have it that uh, changes here, and if it's a uh, see, and uh, just in case that if it's uh, uh, plural, and uh, then it changes here, and it changes that. Right, right, right. See, so. Now, one of the cool things that I would see that with Spanish, it is that uh, it is a very phonemic language.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. And this is uh, one of the great ways in uh, which to teach children that be, see, see, and, you uh, uh. see, and uh, for the early grades that we well, th- uh, uh teaching phonics. And so this is why for us to teach young children a, a second language, they're able to cope with it. Right. Now now that one of the questions that which I see that which is frequently asked by parents it is uh, will I confuse my child? Yes. And the answer is no. Yeah. All right. Children are able to distinguish. Okay. Now the key thing here it is that we have to encourage families to still keep on developing their L1. Okay? Yes. Okay. For see see and uh, for us to learn a, a second language, that the first thing is that we have to have is a strong foundation of our L1. Uh-huh. Once we have that strong foundation, the L2 acquisition can begin.
0: Interesting.
1: Okay? So, so that was one of the questions that which parents I would always ask me.
0: Yeah, I have an aunt who said, well, the reason your sister stuttered was because she was learning English in school and hearing Spanish at home, and I don't think that was it, but, but so that it is, mm-hmm. even in our community, a mm-hmm. common belief, um, and one thing that even some younger bilingual folks who are Mexicans or Mesoamericans don't really understand is that language, second-language learning in my case it would have been my L one if I had learned Spanish at home, um, didn't happen and often for some very good reasons that it didn't happen. And and I get a little frustrated sometimes with with younger people who don't who don't understand the political uh context that some of us Second and third gens grew up with, and, and even first gens yep. um, grew up with this this. Um, uh, my f- family just just really didn't see the value of knowing Spanish because they had been so discriminated against, mm-hmm. and and even though my mom um, learned English excellent, you know her her English was perfect. Um, there was still this pressure to that that was better, mm-hmm. that you would be more successful. And we're talking the 50s and the 60s and the 70s here. And, um, and so a lot of our younger folks don't get that there's a reason why many of us didn't learn mm-hmm. Spanish, and it's because it was so devalued as, as, a, as a, a language. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so, you know, that's not... Doesn't say that I couldn't go to school. You know, I took two years in college and and became pretty good at it, and then didn't use it, and you know, and I lost it. But there's many reasons why people are monolingual, whether that's Spanish or English. Um, so we can't make assumptions about why does somebody not know their language.
1: I, you see, uh, see, and uh, for that point, that that I can give you two views. Okay. Growing up, that in Texas, that we actually had that one year where it, that we were just monolingual. The next year, bilingual. The next year, monolingual.
0: So, so Spanish couldn't be spoken at all. At and, all. And you're talking mm-hmm. about a ninety percent? Were you saying last week a percentage of Mexicans in El Paso?
1: Well, yes, uh, okay, and uh, for us, see that for Latinos, that were 90% of the uh, city population. But, but the entire state of Texas that decided to go the one year the monolingual, that the next year bilingual. Next year, monolingual, the following year uh, bilingual, okay. So this was happening that when I was in third grade. Wow. So what happens was that all of my peers, that from this time frame, and even up to now, and uh, when we speak about it, that we know that we never developed neither language fully.
0: Because you weren't allowed we're, mm-hmm. to.
1: Now, see, now that when it comes to my own children, part, see, and part of the reason that I kept on the monolingual was that because in Texas that if they spoke Spanish, they were just going to be kept in uh, ESOL classes. And uh, having a difficult time to uh, try and uh, get out of the uh, see and I'm trying to get that out of the ESL classes. Wow, see so here you see so here well, a was the conundrum.
0: If the majority of kids are Spanish speakers in the school, that they were all in ESL.
1: And so that's the thing. you see, um, See and, see, see, and I guess that a lot of families came there to the same conundrum that where I had was that, do we keep that our English has uh, Spanish speakers or just monolingual English speakers? And so many families made that choice. And so this is why that you start to see many that many students that were English students. With a smaller mind, see that with a smaller mind, see that with a smaller minority, and ESOL. Now, most of these families, and see, and uh, including myself, was that we were fortunate that that where we spoke English proficiently. And so this is why that it helped out. Right. But looking back, then in retrospect, it's like, did we really help these these families that are that which had that their that, that which had that their students and uh, esol okay so this is part of the reason why that through my own graduate work and see and this was something that which i came about and i came see and where i did most of my work at, and uh, as well the uh see and one of the things that which we need to make sure it is we can teach bilingual programs but the only thing is that we have to be uh, extremely well prepared and to teach these programs Mm -hmm. we that we cannot just give a uh, half effort for it no that we have to really invest and fully commit into this
0: and so that means our boards of education have to be behind it, mm-hmm. and so they have to be educated in the value of of bilingual education. Oh, yeah. um, I know that in the past, um, um, when I was in Portland and stuff, that um, uh, people would complain. They would get they would get extra. Mo- the school districts would get extra money for their um, students who didn't speak English to e- help educate them right but that money never went to them <laughs> it always went to other programs mm-hmm. in the school so I know you know a number of years ago people were really upset because bilingual folks were getting or, or monolingual um, Spanish speakers particularly and actually important that actually also meant Asian students because mm-hmm. Portland um, had a, a large um, Vietnamese, Hmong, Laotian um, uh, population, um, as well as Russians. And uh, so this was a real problem because they would get extra money, but they wouldn't spend it on, on, on language learning. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that's not still happening.
1: Well, that currently that within this, that within the state, that I won't be able to give you a definite answer. Yeah. And it's see, and it's still that because that I that I still have that that my old state. <laughs> yeah. And so this is why that I wouldn't be the person that is qualified to fully give you well, any correct Well, and I answer. don't
0: think that that's information that is publicized. Mm-hmm. That's kind of insider information and that only f- parents might know or administrators in that particular school might know. Well, you know, when we started to talk about this, and we're running out of time, um, I thought it would be an interesting topic. And it's even more interesting than I even knew when we start talking about the politics mm-hmm. of language learning and speaking another language. And um, and so there's a lot more that we could talk about in terms of, of the politics around that. I, I had no idea that, that uh people were choosing not to speak Spanish so that their kids wouldn't end up forever in an ESL program mm-hmm. that's 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 not adequate education is it no. <laughs> or equal no. education no. at all um, um just to wrap this up um oh I'm going ahead Do you go you
1: there is actually the the and just real quickly that there's one thing that which a lot of people get mad is of what we may call Spanglish. Uh, yeah. Okay. So one of the things that which we need to understand it is uh, this is a way that a person that is able to uh, code switch. And so that right. means that they can switch from one language to another. Now, this should not be front about. Yeah. This should actually be seen as a skill which a student has been able to develop because, oh. because I just imagined for a non Non, uh, Latin, see a non L two language speaker, right? Is it see uh, they are see that they are not capable that of doing that. The same thing has has for us that of being able to code switch,
0: right, right? Because and and I'm I'm thinking this through. That's an, I had not thought of it this way before. So cognitively. They're 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 actually beginning to think some in English to be able to speak Spanglish mm-hmm. because that's what it is. It's some Spanish words with some English words um, thrown in. It reminds me of my dad. He would uh, he spoke very good English, but and was very proud that he that he learned English later on in his life. Um, um, but to know. Uh, he would say, I I don't know the word in English, (laughs) you know, it's like this, or, and I could always tell when he was looking for the, because he was still thinking in Spanish, because that was his L1, and, and, you know, so we'd kind of play this little, is, oh, do you mean, you know, and, and it was just part of how we talked, because he didn't know every word in, in, in English, you know, but his English was, was really good, and I'll just end with um, remembering um, how my relatives would value good English speaking. And they would value good Spanish speaking, too. But, yeah, oh, (laughs) we really do have to wrap it up. (laughs) I thought we had a few. I always think we have more time, but Bill always looks at me like, come on, I know. know." Anyway, this is a good topic, and um, I think we'll probably... Tack back to it occasionally um, as we go along. If you have a topic that you think would be interesting or if you have questions about something you've always wanted to ask, you can always send us an email, either in English or Spanish, comments at kyq.org. And while you're there, you can click the donate button and send us a little money. Uh, KYQ is uh, completely um operated by you the community and by our volunteers and so we always like it when you um want to um, donate and keep us on the air and you've been listening to uh hanging with the oregon homies and i'm frankie
1: and i'm oscar
0: and we're gonna sign off until next week thanks for listening folks and you can find us on kq on uh Fridays, 1230 to 1, and Saturdays, repeat at 1230 to 1, and on your favorite podcast host. Thanks for listening.